the ion cannons, you guys stay away from the barrels because they will shoot. And this little gentleman here with the upside down black helmet, he's the guy that shoots it. Why is his helmet upside down? I don't know, but uh <laughs> He does have the neatest helmet for being in the most safe. How does he see it? He's what? in the safest position. Is there radiation? Is that a is that to a save radiation? him? <laughs> why why does he have that stuff on? That's the most unnecessary helmet I've ever seen. <laughs> the best helmets are the freaking the the TIE fighter, the black TIE fighter helmets, the black yeah. ones with the hoses. <laughs> oh yeah, those, well, those look all Top Gun style, man. Oh, cool, man. Those look pretty awesome. The uncoolest is the fucking Walker helmets. There's no, it's just like it's like a Darth Vader helmet with the. Yeah. No, those look like the exaggeration from Spaceballs. <laughs> <laughs> like, why do you need a helmet for? <laughs> You're inside of <laughs> So we can get it on. So we're we're talking about Star Wars. I mean, that's that's a massive thing to say that we're that we're going to start covering uh, a little bit here and there. I mean, we've already decided kind of as a general this is going to be part one of who knows because the way that universe is starting to go, right? Mm-hmm. But what we can at least start with in this first part is talking about like Mike was saying before we started rolling is our own personal experience. So. Who wants to go first with their own personal experience? Who actually saw it in the theater? Uh, I did not. It was not alive. It it debuted in uh, 77. That's true. So we were not born. You were alive because you're 42. That's right. Good job, Mario. (laughs) Not 42. How was it? I was like, I'm like only a couple of months older than... Than 77? No. Oh. Okay, I was 79. Rick? 79. Mike? Nine. Okay, so yeah, we're all... Because Empire came out in 80, so we were one-ish. yeah. But I, I, I'll have to double check. I know I do. I do know that I might have psychically absorbed it because my parents took me, took me, not me to see it, but I mm-hmm. went with them when they saw Empire Strikes Back. Oh, because okay. I was a baby. Yeah, so I don't remember it, of course, but right. I know I was there, so I may have absorbed it through my skin. Yeah, osmosis. See, I remember the Ewoks. That was eighty three. So you. So you I have, might have seen it at the theater. I don't know. Have, I don't think I saw that in the theater either. I remember seeing it on yeah. tape. Maybe maybe that's where I saw it too. I, don't I have know. no memory of. Wait wait, which is the one where Spock dies? <laughs> I definitely <laughs> saw that one in the theater. Wow. What? That's... Into darkness. Spoiler. Burn. You're <laughs> um. <laughs> supposed to say spoiler first. The movie's out and out for two years. It's on Netflix. <laughs> Go see it, people. It's hey, free. some people are still catching up. I'm, I've just started the pilot for Breaking Bad. It stars Bad, so. Benedict Cumberbatch. Cumberbatch. Does anyone have you noticed that Benedict Cumberbatch looks like the adult version of that kid from Can't Hardly Wait, the one that steals everything? Actually, I thought he looks like one of the <laughs> announcers from uh, the Pod Race. <laughs> Young Anakin Skywalker. I thought he looks like one of those guys. He does have an alien face. Look, look oh, up man. those nice two guys. Bring it back around. Look up those two dudes, yeah. man. Those two announcers from the from the, the Tatooine race. <laughs> okay. There's Quajinero, son. Starting line. I don't even want to. I don't even want like to go into episode one, two, or three. Sorry. <laughs> you, Sorry, I, I, you looked it up. Two, yeah, the two-handed. <laughs> That's Benedict. I'm gonna have to look it up. Like a, that, the one on the left with the hat looks like a <laughs> I bet you I wonder every time I think of something stupid like that, you do a Google search and someone's already thought of it and they put the two pictures together. <laughs> what what did you what did you say? What did you look it up? I looked up Pod Race announcers. No Star Wars. That's the first thing that comes up. 
on race announcers. <laughs> oh, man, that's phenomenal. Oh, that's funny. There's even a toy wow. Of him. There's a toy of that guy. Oh, my God. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> Holy crap. So, everybody listening, just Google that real quick. Pod race announcers. Wow. And you'll see half of... Uh, Half of it looks like ben- ben- Benjamin <laughs> Benjamin Button. <laughs> yeah, and Cumberbatch combined. Okay, so <laughs> the other one looks like Willem Dafoe. Nah, probably not. No, right. actually, it looks like William Dafoe from from John Carpenter. Okay, so so <laughs> what, what was the what was the name of the character? What what character? Oh, uh, Willem Dafoe, the one he did the voice for in John Carpenter. Yeah, I don't remember. Gulag. No, uh, I don't know. Right. Okay. I don't know what it is. It's an alien name. Yeah. It's unpronounceable. Well, okay, so let's focus in on one. <laughs> okay, so, one... so we're talking about Star Wars. Yeah. So, yeah, this is a significant thing, right? Because guy, people, I'm not going to say guys, like people of our generation, obviously, in one way or another, are, you know, everything about we know about pop culture and kind of is filtered kind of through the lens of growing up with mm-hmm. that. Kind of the same way that, like, you know, Nirvana in the 90s music, kind of everything that we listen Informed to is, it. yeah, is kind of pushed through that filter or seen through that prism. Um, so that's why, obviously, Star Wars is an important thing. And, you know, like mm-hmm. you were talking about earlier, like, we're both unironically wearing Star Wars stuff, not because we're you know, necessarily like Star Wars geeks, but it's just a part of the culture. It's part of something that you hang on to. Yeah. And it doesn't have to feel ironic. It doesn't have to feel like something you're making fun of or like you're making a joke about it's something that's actually a part of you the same way you wear someone might wear a dallas cowboy shirt mm-hmm. unironically because they've always been a cowboys fan it's a part right. of their dna uh i think you know for a large subset of people our age star wars is a part of our dna mm-hmm. so. i remember watching a documentary of a filter back in the late 90s mm-hmm. um i forgot what it was called you remember what that um, doc was called or continuous theory no that's not it i have um, it on dvd title of record that's before title of DVD. Yeah, that's the one. They changed, but it was. But the actual VHS tape had a different name. I think the yeah, the, VH, it, the VHS one is the one I have converted to DVD. I don't yeah, have yeah. that one, but yeah, yeah. in it, like uh, Richard Patrick is um, is talking about like stuff. They show him in the in the mixing stu- studio, whatever, just messing around, and he's just wearing this black T shirt, and it's got Star Wars on it, mm-hmm. but it looks like the credits, like the opening credits, just yeah. simple, nothing else. It's just a black T shirt with just the yellow. Star Wars, that's it. That's all it says on it. And I remember thinking I must have been like 19 or so. And just in the back of my head, it was like, oh, it's it's cool. Like, yeah. it's okay. It's yeah. not a bad thing. And yeah. not that I was ashamed of it. I wasn't. Right. But it was neat to just see other people that you think of as larger than life. Because at the time, you know, Richard Patrick's like huge hero, as big as like, you know, Kurt Cobain and Eddie Vedder and Trent Reznor yeah. and Manor James Keenan. Those names are like polarizing names for our teenage years. And so to see one of these like badass rock stars with, Star Wars t-shirts like oh wow this is this is a uniform yeah. thing for all of us and it kind of uh, just reassured me that like like Rick was saying it's it's kind of one of those things that's touched everyone in that specific generation because it's one of those things that if you kind of weren't born around our timeline mm-hmm. you know if you were born way too early or too late yeah you can be exposed to it like the way we want to expose our children to it but it's just never going to be the same and maybe we're just romanticizing our specific period but i also think it's kind of true i think there's a little yeah. bit of yeah. truth to it yeah because um, well, for, for we weren't born like to us. see them in the theaters yet yeah. i feel like it sort of is still happened to us in a way yeah 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 well i think i think for us probably at the age that we were at the can a part of the big part of that connection was 
by the time we were three or four, so the movies were kind of cycling through the theater. And remember, and the reason why I think people probably have foggy memories about whether or not they saw it in the theater mm-hmm. is because back in the day in the 70s, movies sometimes would show for a year. If something was a wow. big hit, it, would, it wouldn't go let for like two weeks like they do now and disappear to DVD. Yeah. There was no DVD. There wasn't VH, you know, VHS in the way that we... Yeah, you either we, saw it yeah. or you didn't see it. So movies that were huge were still running. Like I found a... Um, I was going at the main library one day and I was looking through the old uh, newspapers, mm. right? They still have them. They're bound. And just for like kicks, I would look through and found um, the newspaper from my birthday, the day I was born oh, nice. here in San Antonio. And I was just looking through it. And I remember I got to like the movie section and it was showing movies that were showing like movie times. And it was like, uh, I think it was Empire Strikes Back. Uh, no, no, not sorry. It was Star Wars. It was Alien. Uh, it was a couple of the big movies, but there were movies that had come out maybe two years before. Yeah. And they were, and they still, were still showing because they wow. were that big of a deal. So that's, that's where really you have to kind of put it in that context of things that were like, you know, part in the phrase, but like game changers in terms of, of pop culture and, you know, the way, um, the way movies and everything else that came afterwards were looked at, you know, yeah. you have to remember like that kind of like, I don't know if it was just that summer, but that time period when, you know, uh, star Wars came out, when, uh, jaws came out, those two mm-hmm. specific movies are always kind of like, uh, kind of have kind of bookmarks on them as either you know birthing the blockbuster right. era or killing you know the cinema era. Yeah. you know depending on who you ask so <laughs> so it is I mean like you know on a personal level and in the larger scale you know of of culture I mean you see how significant that mm-hmm. that it was a really important touchstone. Well, let's paint let's paint a picture because you guys you mentioned that you're wearing Star Wars garb, Rick. Mm-hmm. What, what do you have? I have the Princess Leia um, Jabba the Hutt's barge outfit on. It's barely covering the package. It's really uncomfortable. It's digging into my groin. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. Oh, my finger. I have a black hoodie, a Boba Fett hoodie. On. Nice. And, and the emblem, the name uh, of the emblem? It's the little Mandalorian symbol. I don't know what the guy is, the monster, but it's a little. It's their symbol. It's on his shoulder. Mm-hmm. Michael? Um, I've got my, uh, I've just got a regular t-shirt on. Let me see. It was a birthday present a few years back. Um, Very nice. I see got Luke. Justin Bieber on I it think, right there. I think it's got a little Bieber. <laughs> and it's, got a, it's got Gandalf. It's got Spock. Harry, no, Harry from Harry and the Henderson. <laughs> <laughs> it's got Howard the Duck right there. And Wally. And, and one of the Dark Overlords. Howard. <laughs> um. I think this is like the like a poster reimagined style T-shirt yeah. or whatever from the from the first film, and uh, it was a present. And then same thing here with my uh, your R two my R two my R two mug was an awesome, awesome birthday present as well. So that's awesome. Well, I, although um, I don't know, I don't have a, a shirt on from Star Wars. I well, we didn't we didn't know we were doing this episode tonight. No, although we, I think yeah, it just became providential when ri- we we've been putting this off for a while. We've just said like, I think we mentioned Star Wars as a possible podcast yeah. episode topic like in oh, the third episode. Ago. And we just decided to put it off, and here we are. I didn't realize until you said it, this was like episode 20. Yeah. But when Rick walked in and uh, had his on, I was like, well, you know what? Let's just let's knock this out. That's how much prep goes into this, guys. We, <laughs> yeah. we uh, see each other know, and whatever. Tell. Yeah. But, um, well, as a matter of fact, I was going to wear my E-Walking Dead shirt, but it's... You had that last week. Yeah. Or, yeah. Ew, yeah. have you watched it? <laughs> Why is there a pause? <laughs> uh, have I washed it? That's why I didn't wear it. I it's think, still in I the think lo- you exposed him. The- <laughs> no, he's like, should I admit to it? 
You're supposed to wash any clothes? That's why I didn't. <laughs> I thought you just wash it until the arms get all glittery from your deodorant. <laughs> I didn't even know that happened, which shows that the, like, you I know. I love the quietness, though. You're like, <laughs> I'm just staring. Was it because I, I didn't know. get what your question was? I'm like, what? So you're like, I, was I thought you were shirt. saying, I thought you were saying, have you watched it? And I'm like, oh. I thought you were talking about The Walking Dead. Why are you Dead? making fun of me? You're racist. I'm like, did you watch it? Did you watch it? I'm not even sure if I know what that means. <laughs> Did anyway. you watch your clothes? <laughs> oh, yeah. Now that's racist. Okay, now I got you. <laughs> wow. <laughs> but that's okay, right? I mean, like, racism is okay if you're making fun of your own people, right? Right. Sure. <laughs> sure. I've got my green card I'm on it. call uh, good. Lulac and I'll ask him. <laughs> <laughs> Taking our first call-in guest. <laughs> okay, come on. Okay, so yeah, um, but I do have the the Mandalorian sticker on the back of my car. Nice. Um, so I am I, I do rock the the Star Wars stuff. And Jimmy has a tattoo, right? On yeah. His forearm? Yeah. That's legit. Oh, yeah. And my cousin has out. a has that Mandalorian symbol on his forearm. Mm-hmm. And okay. shout out to my barber who has it, I believe, on his calf. Nice. Yeah. Nah, that is an awesome symbol. I always wonder. I don't know what animal is it. It's not a bantha. What animal is it? I honestly don't know. I don't know. Maybe Look they'll it. maybe they'll cover it when they do the Boba Fett movie. Maybe somebody out there knows. Send us a message. Cause you dumbasses, <laughs> me, me, you should know. Me. How can y'all talk about it if you don't know everything? You don't know anything. God, I thought these things smelled bad on the outside. Ooh. That's from Star Trek. That's <laughs> when they're at Genesis. Planet Genesis. Is that from Battlestar Galactica? That's when wow. they go to Planet Genesis and That's they open the up best. Spot's coffin. That's the best. Spot's coffin. <laughs> <laughs> Is that one of the dogs that they set up? Oh in space? my God! Spock stinks. <laughs> Fucking rotten Vulcan corpse. Smell like chewed up beef jerky. Dirty socks. <laughs> okay, so what are, what are your okay? So let's start. Let's start with episode four because that's that's the the place to start. Which one's episode four? A new hope. Oh yeah. Let's start that's with how a new I know hope. it. Let's start with <laughs> let's start with a new. And I didn't know that's that until much later in in life. Like I never kept track of it. Mm-hmm. I was just mm-hmm. always thought one, two, and three. And then somebody's like, "Oh, they're making the prequels." And I'm like, "What the fuck are you talking about? They're making the prequels." Oh yeah, episode one, two, and three. I'm like. Uh, so I rewatched. And I'm like, oh, episode. That, like, I never realized that. That's a cool as moment, a kid. right? Like, I think at some point, at any some point in time, after you've seen Star Wars or any of them a couple of times, but specifically Star Wars, that's a cool moment when you actually see that, really notice that for the first time. Mm-hmm. You go, it's episode four, right? Okay, what did I miss? That, like, yeah. and usually probably most people like notice it when you're a kid or something. As an adult, like. You catch it too, but right. the same thing, like you said, if you didn't really remember it. But when it came out in the theater, it didn't say that, right? It just said Star yeah, Wars. Yeah, they added it afterwards. It was later, right? Oh, interesting. But not like once they were doing the prequels, it was later on, like after it was popular and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. They kind of added but it in the actual theater huh. in 77, I don't it think it said, said that. It just said Star Wars, and that's it. I don't even think it said A New Hope. It, it, wasn't, said, it wasn't even called the Star Wars. <laughs> was, it, was it called Uncle Ben? You were supposed to jump in. <laughs> supposed to jump in with the name. <laughs> Win as fast as I could. What would be the best replacement title for for A New Hope? Dude Kisses Sister. <laughs> Uncle Uncle Owen and Aunt Brew Barbecue. <laughs> oh, yeah. Nice. Cooked, cooked. There's a, uh, I don't have the link. Maybe Mario will post it up on the on the, the download link once we get this going. Know. But there's a, I saw a good article the other day. It was like uh, five glaring plot holes in star wars oh, and when you read it it definitely goes oh those are the best it changes it changes some of the movie for you it's interesting worth the read so make sure to put that oh, on there for okay so i'm gonna have to look that up those are the best it's i good. love those it's good i'm looking it up now so you guys may commence talking it's good click faster click faster type 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 
Well, I do remember um, being a kid, and I, I have I don't know if the memories are right anymore, so it'll just have to be what it is. But I seem to remember getting like a Star Wars lunchbox before I'd even seen the movie. And I think like my, my family was aware of the popularity before as a kid I could really process it. And so I think my first early memories were getting like a, a lunchbox, and then I think I had um, a Millennium Falcon toy. Um, pretty big one. It was pretty like full size or whatever. The ones that could actually fit in, like the little toys. Yeah, yeah, like, and uh, where it like opened up awesome. like like a halfway mm-hmm. like you know alligator style. It opens up. I wasn't a rich kid. We didn't have that. But um, Ooh, class war. So <laughs> the class pe- war. So people that people that sacrificed to get each other their family toys were rich. Because I got a white elephant, wow. bro. Because I got I got <laughs> cheese from the government cheese line. Yeah, I'm just saying. I was always jealous of people that that had those. Like my friend had the Walker. <laughs> if it makes you feel better, it was from a garage sale. Oh, now that and it was, I, and it was missing that. the top, so it was only. But I wasn't going to. I wasn't, I wasn't going to get into that. And one, of the, get arms, into the and one of the arms was a He-Man arm, and it was covered in blood because the kid that had him before it got. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! It's a good job, Mario. Was, good job. Let's, that was, let's peel off the scalp. Let it deflate the whole night. Let's peel back the Wookie scalps, Mario. Okay, let's just peel them. You know, I'm just going to research. This is our post-election special. (laughs) (laughs) Let's talk about the new district attorney. Uh, That's a hot nipple issue. (laughs) I never had any of the Star Wars toys, I don't don't believe. I'm pretty sure I had a lunchbox and I had that Falcon, which somehow turned up missing. But um, that's pretty much all I remember, like, having. Just, I thought the lunchbox was super cool because it was metal tin. Mm -hmm. Um but I want to say the first thing I ever saw was on TV clips of either Jedi or Empire. I didn't see it in order, mm-hmm. and I don't remember getting to see it all properly until I was a little bit older. I think I must have been, if I'm really, really remembering, I want to say I was closer to like maybe 10 or 11, not that oh, wow. that young. I want to say I was a little older when I finally got to see them like on TV in order. Yeah. And um, I, I mean, I must have been right before high school where I got my first VHS set of them which was still the originals and mm-hmm. then i actually got to watch them in, in order yeah. and i don't remember thinking anything like super hardcore and like, oh this is really cool i really like this but it wasn't like part of my culture or whatever it really didn't become super amazing until you get to high school and you're talking to other people that have all seen it and now you're recalling what you've seen and now it becomes more important i think it became important in high school because i really didn't talk to anybody about it. i didn't talk to my friends in grade school about it. i didn't talk yeah. to anyone in seventh yeah. or eighth or sixth grade about it and like oh my gosh like empire strikes back amazing like it you just didn't come up in conversation right you talked about transformers you talked about gi joe you talked about you know uh, when are we going to go play basketball or go play outside and stuff like that it just sort of happened at least for me and yeah. so i think the real big hoopla became when they were going to do the prequel thing and the cool part for me what i do remember now this is kind of the moment for me was when they said before the prequels come out, they're going to re-release the originals mm. in the theater. And that became cool. I remember uh, my friend Moses and our, our friend Moses and I, we went to the theater to see A New Hope re-released mm. in the theater. And that was amazing because I'd never seen it on the big screen. Mm. That's kind of one of those things yeah. for me. It's kind of a reclamation of lost time that we weren't alive for. Right. Like when Alamo Drafthouse did the Godfather thing in the theater, oh, I finally wow. got to see that movie in the theater on the big screen. It was just, it was an amazing experience. So, Man. The prequels thing, I think, just got everybody excited because you get that first... I still remember that first trailer. And it was probably the first movie I remember where a trailer became a big deal for me. Where I'm just sitting there in the theater to watch whatever we were there to watch. I don't remember what it was in 97. It might have been the re-release movie. But you see that 
green landscape and you just see that first Naboo, mm. Uh, mm. that yeah. brown ship just slightly hovering over the grass or whatever. Yeah. And you see the little, the, the little kid. Sh- yeah, the grass was yeah. shaking. You see the little boy with the Jedi style garb just running around. I'm like, oh my God, that's, you know, whatever. Yeah. And it started pulling it all together. So I don't know. It feels kind of like one of those things where you've, you've always known you've known it, but it wasn't like, at least for me, this In big brain. giant thing. Yeah. Cause yeah. I didn't have all the toys either. I didn't have all this yeah. crazy stuff, but I don't know. Somehow it just became more important as I was older than when I was a kid. And I'm, I wish I could really, really remember it better, but I don't have like this giant memory of like, Oh my God, I had all these toys and how this stuff. Um, Cause yeah. for me, like the toys I was real big on hoping to get was like the transformer stuff and mm-hmm. yeah. um, things like that. My so, well, that in my easy bake oven. Nice. Wow. Gotta gotta make the episode twenty one bronies. <laughs> I think my cut my younger cousin had one of those. The stuff was actually really good. I remember like actually sneaking a bag of the brownie mix and making oh, one nice. myself. And <laughs> nobody had gotten home. I think just like my grandmother was at the house and I cooked a brownie, whatever. I was like, wow, this is really delicious. That's cool. Um, <laughs> It's such a big deal because you shouldn't be touching it because it's girls. It's the girls' toy. It's pink. It's like <laughs> actually it was pink, right? Purple. Yeah, I don't know. I've never seen uh, one. I think they're pink. And stuff was hot, man. The little tray thing was. Isn't no that joke. weird? Did people get burned with those things? You never Somebody heard about any them, right? issues, right? You never heard of like any fires or melting or weird. We stuff? should do an episode on bad toys. Find out a lot. <laughs> we got, or, we'll, or like, we'll have to do real research for the first time yes, ever because yes, everything's been off top of our head. Yeah. yeah. Well, no, that's not true. Episode two, I researched Call of Duty. Did you really? I did. First person, Why? First what did you need research? to research? Because I had only played Modern Warfare 2 and up. So I didn't know anything about the prior game. <laughs> I didn't know that. You didn't yeah. tell us that. World at War. Yeah, I didn't know. I wasn't. I was clueless. There you go. But actually, I do. I, I have to take back what I said earlier. I did have one Star Wars toy. Oh, because oh. you were rich. I knew it. You were <laughs> rich. It was, you were it was a one of a kind so Star Destroyer. <laughs> I don't think anyone else. <laughs> so I, I wasn't rich enough to have more than two, and they were ten thousand well, no. dollars each. Here's where it gets sad. Then now, is that I thought it was C-3PO, and then when I resaw the movies and I was playing with my C-3PO, I realized it was actually the robot that put on Luke's arm. <laughs> <laughs> the one with that muzzle face. <laughs> I looked at it. I was like, "It's not C-3PO." <laughs> It was the what's his name, right? It's one of those. Be- oh, they're called the medical droids. Yeah, it was the medical fucking medical I have droid. Every once in a while, someone would buy you a Star Wars toy for a gift, and you'd be like, "Awesome!" And you open it up, and you're like, "Oh!" And it's one of those. You're like, "Yeah, that's exactly what happened to me." I don't know where it came from. I don't know if if my parents bought it or what, but I ended up with a medical droid, and I thought it was C-3PO for a long time. That is awesome. But you're I like telling I, people, check it out. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but like I grew up on the I, I grew up on the movies. I, I think I was they were pretty ingrained in me. They were part of the things that I did during my summers at home. Was I'd watch like Neverending Story, Dark Crystal, the Star Wars trilogy, and the Godfather trilogy. Mm-hmm. That was that was my summer. That was exactly what I would watch. And I I must have seen the f- episode four, five, and six a billion times mm-hmm. combined. Um, but I never, like I said, that was the only toy I had. There wasn't a lunchbox that I had or anything that I recall. My uncle was was big into Star Wars. I think that might have that might have lent itself a little bit to it. Yeah. I, I don't recall because I was so young, you know. Yeah. Um, but I remember being a huge fan as a kid of the Ewoks, and then growing up and going back to that movie and being like, mm, 
that wasn't that great. <laughs> like, at, as far as the three movies, that one doesn't stand up right. specifically with the Ewok portion. I think that, that's the one definitely because at that point, you know, it was, uh, it appealed probably most to kids because right. it was supposed to. Because they were right. like, oh, we're making toys. We're making millions and millions. Yeah, by the dollars. time they got to that third one, that's, yeah, that's how it, yeah. that's how it ended up happening. But it, funny, funny, funny thing is that we, we I had dubbed them from TV onto VHS, mm-hmm. so I never had the VHSs, never had the DVDs or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then of course those wore out just from sheer watching them a billion times. And then finally, when the first when episode one, two, and three came out, I and afterwards and after I regrettably saw all three of them, gave them a shot. But I went online to torrent and looked for oh, the original Star no. Wars. So <laughs> after spending countless hours downloading anything that I could find and only getting the redone right and was it in glorious 240p oh, God, it was disgusting <laughs> it was no no, no, wait, no are I'm you talking, talking about the quality of the no, reviewing no, the quality or? was great the quality was fabulous you're talking however about how they changed it, it was it was the, when George Lucas went back and fucked them all up really yes and I say that because I am a purist mm. uh, Jabba was fat he, he was not purity. short. Han didn't step over his tail the way they, I mean, it looked horrible. I don't even know, like, oh, we're so proud of our effects, we're going to do this song and dance with this alien. And then they go and they fuck up the way that Han Solo looks, walking over somebody's tail. They <laughs> fuck up the way he dodges the the the, shock, the, the blast from... Uh, Greedo. Greedo. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm sorry, Han shot first. I'm a purist. They should have called him first. Guido. That's what I thought his name was when I was a kid. It wasn't until later someone's... I'm like, oh, yeah. Thanks. I think, well, that's I, what I, think I thought you, the same thing. That's what happens when you grow up on Star Wars and Godfather at the same time. I actually never saw Godfather until Michael showed it to me. Really? He screened it from me. Wow. One night. Well, mm-hmm. I'm glad you popped his Godfather cherry. Whoa. Gross. <laughs> I, you know, I do remember from childhood um, that one of my uh, earliest scenes that kind of scared me away from Star Wars. It might have contributed to me not seeing it till later because I really, I wish I could remember some of this stuff better. Some things you remember perfectly, mm-hmm. but I will never forget being absolutely terrified, stumbling onto the scene where Luke walks into mm-hmm. the the you know little cave or whatever oh, and yeah. in the tree mm-hmm. and sees Vader's face. You know, he first he decapitates him, which as a kid that's just terrifying yeah. visual imagery anyway, and then. The mask explodes, explodes and Luke sees his own Spoiler face. And I'm like, as a kid, I'm like, no one's watching this with me. I'm by yeah. myself. Yeah. They can't that's, explain it to you, like, what that's it means. That's the crazy and, part yeah. is so much of our childhood exposure. I don't know if it mm-hmm. happened for you guys, but I was literally alone. I would look around and realize, where is everybody? I'm completely <laughs> by myself with the TV Boobs and, and blood. all this stuff. Yeah. And yeah. it was it was crazy. Well, and nobody to explain why it was his head. Yes, I get that yes, I, I was older. freaked I out, understand. man. So I, I thought of it as like a scary thing. And of course, Darth Vader is terrifying as a kid, you know, mm-hmm. and the voice yeah. and the just the figure. And um, I, I just I was blown away by the, the mystique of it, you know, mm-hmm. because it was really nothing else that had this like mystery surrounding it as, yeah. a, as a kid. So I know getting to see him in order or out of order or whatever, however I saw them, I just remember them sticking. It was super exciting. It was super fun. You didn't comprehend everything, but you got yeah. you got the yeah. point. And you know, I think the the stuff that we're talking about and why this is such an important thing to us is just that the symbology of it is bigger now than George Lucas. It's mm-hmm. bigger now than the prequels. It's oh, bigger yeah. now than the edits and the re-edits and the remixes. Like I'm not exactly purist, but I definitely feel like a lot of the stuff that's been tinkered with was tinkered unnecessarily. You know, I definitely agree oh, yeah. with that. 
um, the stuff you were describing. It, it's not that it was. Well, like it's even, not that it was done. It's that it was done so beast. badly. They extended the snow beast on Hoth. Like, what was the point of extending that scene? We didn't need to see him stomping through his cave with all the bones. I like. I didn't care. It was scary enough. I like that. I did. Cause I, I always want. Yeah. I always. But I think because you wanted thing. more of him. Is I wanted that more? And that's the thing is like I'm I'm sometimes I I get why they did it. I mean obviously first and foremost it's a cash grab right like it's like let's repackage something and sell it to you again and we'll add once you know yeah. they're not probably interested because once you buy it once you spend money on it they're not really interested don't care about your reaction if you like to it, it you know yeah. um but for me like because I mean I, there's no like there's a there's a separation between what I saw what I remember I mean it's the same way like honestly like I I saw the films when I was young enough, you know, before I was 10, probably, I probably saw all three of them and mm-hmm. could recite most of the lines verbatim from Return of the Jedi, at least. That know? old? Yeah. So no, you no, were, I'm, so saying, I'm saying by that by, time, by I that had already time. watched them plenty of times. So you remember as a kid, like, watching them that often and seeing them that much. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I have an embarrassing story. I'll tell that's amazing. No, that. that's awesome. See, yeah. I wish I had that because I'm, at this point, I think it'd be one of those incomplete memories that would become complete if someone mm-hmm. could tell me. Like, if my mom could be like, well, Michael, don't you remember when I took you to century whatever theater and we saw this or this or we sat you down and put the tapes in i'd be like oh my gosh yeah i remember but right now it's like obscure so but like you said like i think like so many other types of of culture i mean specifically we're talking about star wars i think people even people that don't consider themselves fans of it probably don't even realize how much you've they've absorbed right from it it. over the years you know even people who might be too cool or filmmakers pervasive the word is it pervasive Pervasive? yeah yeah it's you know as as mike picks up one of his many lightsabers but i i think i think that (laughs) i think that so many things have been informed by that like you know they're they're in the same way i mean you have to kind of like reach back a little bit the same way that george lucas obviously was informed by you know, probably the John Carter stuff mm-hmm. and uh, obviously like oh, the yeah, Kurosawa definitely. movies, you know, those were the Fortress and all that. All those he directly took, you know, from those films to, to create Star Wars. So it's, it's you know, be open about that. Right? Yeah. So it's the, it's the same thing. I, was that Seven Samurai? Um, Kurosawa? It was the Fortress and there was another one. I don't know what they're called. I haven't seen them. I don't like okay, it. I actually saw that. Um, black and white. But uh, anyway, so that's what I mean. I, I think... You know, like you said, either where you saw commercials, or you had a toy, or you read a comic, or you saw you a part of the movie. By it somehow. I, I think that's what kind of fills in the blanks of that personal mythology or whatever mm-hmm. that people have of Star Wars, and why people have different views of it, and, and it mm-hmm. means different things to different people. Which is why, as a, as a as an entity itself, like I have no problem, and I don't feel like there's any one thing that's gonna like sully the the the, the existence of it because it's one of those things that's so like you said, pervasive and so part of the culture that everyone has their own relationship with those movies, Mm -hmm. you know? So like me, like looking back when I was a kid, like, and I remember being again, like watching them, um, as a young kid. I mean, I remember we had a tape that, uh, my sister tried to destroy many times. It was one of those, uh, star Wars read along books and it was Empire Strikes Back. I had that too. And, uh, it was was a red tape and it had the tape. Yeah. It was a red tape with a white sticker on it. And it would, you know, they read the book, but then they would actually have the music and mm-hmm. some of the sound effects and some of the voiceover from the movie. And that's where I remembered a lot of it, or I absorbed a lot of it and remembered a lot of the lines because it was directly from yeah. the tape. And again, I would remember watching the movies. I remember as a kid, same thing, Return of the Jedi was my favorite one because yeah. it, it had the darker. most stuff it was, in it. Yeah. I mean, it had the most stuff. Like, and it, it required 
less investment because it was just there was an air battle going on there was the ground mm-hmm. battle there was the you know the ewoks yeah. there was the lightsaber it had everything it was you know and it was a kind of a, a great capstone to a trilogy because it showed you everything that was promised yeah you know uh, you kind of see hints of the air battles and hints of ground battles in the first two right the right. ground battle in, at hoth the air battle in at the at battle of yavin you know mm-hmm. not battle of yavin but the the first battle right yeah. at the first death star um, it was Yevon, right? No, yes. No, no, it wasn't Yevon. Was Anyways, Michael, um, I'm not sure. It was Yevon. Thank was? you, Rick. Fact checking. Endor was the third battle. Endor, yes. Battle of Yavin, Battle of Hoth, Battle, battle of, of Endor. Endor. That's right. Okay. So, anyways, so um, I lost my train of thought. Um, anyways, again, again, like it, it's just built into all you know, um. All across different media, yeah. you know. So, so I guess, and if my mom was here, she'd probably tell the story. So I'll tell it for her because she's not. Here. Oh, this is the embarrassment. Yeah, story. yeah. Okay, so good. like when I was a kid, I had my sister had this boombox, and uh, boombox kids. Oh my god! Played tapes. A master blaster boombox. And uh, anyways, I used to get these. You know, you get the the recordable tapes, and I put tapes in. Mm. I don't know why I did this, but I remember doing it. And my mom reminds me, is I would get her bathrobe, right? She had a like a terry cloth, regular like white bathrobe, and I'd put it on when no one was home. Again, like a six year old kid for some reason alone at home. Don't know why. Was this but, in the was this in the house on Donella Drive? No. This no. was on Thorane Drive for all you oh, okay. folks out there. Oh. You wanna go go by and check out the house? It's a landmark now. Um anyways, uh but yeah, I would put on her bathrobe and this was a rental house we lived in, and there was just like a, a like a dirty clothes hamper that was built into the wall, hmm. and it had these doors. When you open the doors, there was like four little like kind of kind of like boards that made a little wall, so it would hold your clothes in there. And then you took the boards off when you wanted to pull all the clothes out. Oh, okay. But anyways, when I was playing, I'd always hide in there and stuff. But you could take the boards off. So what I would do is I'd put her bathrobe on and get the sword, the the, the board, <laughs> and pretend it was a lightsaber. Yeah. Which is fine. Kids do that. The embarrassing part is I would record myself. So I would put the tape in, hit, like, play and record, and I'd run to the house, and I'd be like, I'm Luke Skywalker, Jedi Knight, blah, blah, blah. And I'd be, like, reciting the movie or what I thought were lines from the movie and acting out the whole thing. Yeah. And I would listen to it. I'd go back and listen to it. like, yeah, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. <laughs> so this shows how back my fascination with my own voice goes, folks. Uh, but, Do but you of still course, have copies? Of, does your mom still have copies? My mom says she might. She doesn't. She always wonders if she does. We need to find so them. Like she, we need so to air she, them At some all. point, she found it and would listen to it. And she was like, oh, my God. You know, and now she always laughs about, you know. And That's cool. That's a, that's a nice memory. But that's something, you know, I can say for me, Star Wars, you know, Outside of the movie itself, why that was an important thing for me, because I remember at, at the time being a kid, mm-hmm. and I guess you know being elementary age, acting that out and like saying those lines, or recording myself, um, you know, I always look back on that kind of period of my life, you know, middle school, elementary school, and realize how I didn't have a vocabulary for so many things that I was interested in, so many yeah. things I had, I had really, I was passionate about, but I didn't know what it meant, you know? Right. And I remember being a little kid and going like, oh, I want to be an actor when I grow up. That way I can do this. You know, mm-hmm. that way I can be in Star Wars and blah, 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 you know, and not realizing it. And of course, years went by, I didn't, I lost that urge to want to do that. And thankfully, because I'm sure I wouldn't be good at it, but, but it informed some of my interest in film and right. some of my interest in filmmaking and writing so that some of the things that I kind of plot along with on the side were definitely informed by those formative years mm-hmm. you know which were kind of directly or indirectly you know uh, inspired by Star Wars in so many ways yeah you know and I think it's kind of 
you know, interesting now that that because Star Wars is such a part of the culture where, you know, you can go to Target and there's 20 Star oh, Wars yeah. shirts. Or you go to, you know, um, whatever that store is in the mall, right? Uh, Spencer's. Whatever. Yeah, that one and the other one. Anyway, Hot Topic. Hot Topic. And it's everywhere, which is great. Yeah. It's fine. I have oh, no yeah. problem with that. You know, it's fucking awesome. It's what I'm saying. It's so part of the culture that you can't be like, oh, those people are just biting it. It doesn't matter. Everybody, it belongs to everybody. Yeah. You know, it doesn't belong to Lucas, literally, anymore. You yeah. Know I mean, it belongs to the world and Disney. <laughs> you know? Um, but I don't know what I'm saying again. Anyways, so I don't know. So I, oh, drinks have you had? No, no, my, my point is that, like, now, like, that's a thing now where you have some filmmakers where like they'll talk to them and, like and they're like oh Star Wars it wasn't really it really wasn't inspired by that it really didn't have an effect on me yeah. I was more into like you know blah 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 some film from the I like 60s Dune. you know like <laughs> Dune's pretty cool I haven't um, seen it it's a good movie I haven't a lot of people I've hate never it. seen it either a lot of people yeah. hate it but yeah. I like it it's I like long it. isn't it yes it's not, like ridiculously long like, it's like three and a half, three and half hours, hours or something the blue yeah. eyes, the spice, the worms, sandworms. I, I got I got into the first ten minutes of it, and I was like, "Oh, hey, that's the guy from Desperate Housewives." It is a, it <laughs> and is then a I long it off. ass. Um, some parts are very boring, but there's it's cool parts. See, to me, Dune was like Dune was. There was no point to watch Dune and waste three hours when I could watch two Star Wars films. I wouldn't say it's a waste. You should watch it. Yeah, maybe you may I, maybe like I will. I, I'm not going to tell you it's awesome and you'll love it, but I, I enjoy it. It's, it's, it's something to seeing. at least bank. You can see yeah. Sting without a shirt on, knife-fighting eh. Kyle McLaughlin. You can see a giant bunny infant fetus inside of a giant aquarium. <laughs> you can see a fat man floating in the air until Sounds he gets popped. thrilling. You can see the sandworms from Beetlejuice. <laughs> <laughs> The ones that'll chase me home after I drive home in the rain. God dang. Uh, so, nervous, real, real quick, go one more little story, and we can move on, or you guys can go. Um, so, like, again, we're talking about, like, toys and stuff. Um, I remember I had an X-Wing that, of course, I promptly oh, nice. broke, broke the canopy <laughs> off, took the stupid guns, ion cannons off of, and it was a it, it was battery-operated, so when you pushed R2, it would make the pew-pew-pew, like oh, the nice. sound or whatever. You ever like, walk into comic book stores and see how much those things are now with yeah, the original yeah. box yeah. and it stuff you, like that? It makes it's, you angry. It's so yeah. upsetting. Yeah. I'm like, wow. <clears throat> but, but I'm happy I got to play with them. Me too. That's more important to me, me too. now, right? You My Falcon I mean? was cool, and it was used, and we got it from a some kind of sale or a garage thing or whatever. I remember specifically it not <clears throat> having any figures in it. It was just the toy, yeah, and that was yeah, enough yeah. for me. In fact, I yeah, remember oh, thinking yeah. as a kid, like, I didn't even want the figures. It was cool just to have the technology. Yeah. To me, the technology <laughs> was cooler than, like, the action figures. Yeah, yeah. So, and um, they'd always fall out anyways when you tried to fly around. And know, I think I remember yeah, I think I remember in the first, one of the first podcast episodes talking about Johnny and I rushing to the yes. to the store to, to get to the, the, yeah, yeah. the new figurines. As adults. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, anyway, go ahead. Uh, but, yeah, so, like, on the, I remember I had a couple of the, the original – uh, toys God. or whatever, and there was probably not even the original. If you think about when we would have got them, it was probably oh, like second the, generation. Yeah, you know, Empire Strikes Back or Return of the Jedi versions, not the original versions. Yeah, um, but they were still the ones that didn't have elbows. <laughs> that dates and they, had, they, they had didn't thumbs. have knees either, did they? No, they didn't have knees or elbows, and they had big t- thumbs that stuck out. Yeah, um, that's why they fell out of everything. They didn't have any. Yeah, fucking yeah, knees. they couldn't bend. Poor guys. <laughs> uh, but I remember, so I had like Darth Vader, which one of my cousins st- tore his fucking cape off of him and he looked like he was just running around in freaking lingerie um i had i had the chewbacca that came with the 3po that was broken in pieces oh nice with the little bag (laughs) yeah the net um i think i had r2d2 i had a couple other ones but i remember i remember specifically my grandpa used to take me to wins 
uh, the right one right there on, on Blanco and, oh, and Bassey. And we used to go there, and he'd always do this thing. He'd go in there, and he'd be like, you can have anything you want in the whole store, right? And, and he goes, as long as it's under a dollar. <laughs> <laughs> that was, that wow. was his stipulation. Yeah. So I'd always I'd be in their store for like two hours, you know. We'd be walking yeah. around and I'd be like looking for something that cost not you know a dollar or yeah. less, you know. And of course, in those days, you could find stuff for a dollar or less. It wasn't like you know fucking pinwheels or something. Yeah. Um, but anyways, I remember one time we we're at Wins and I go to the Star Wars section and I'm looking, looking, and like oh, I'm like ah, oh, this one. I usually used to go like I go, how about this one? He's like, no, it costs too much. How about this one? No, it costs too much. And so I'd keep you know trying to get raise my bar until I found the medium median and then uh anyway so one time i found like a yoda mm. and i was like yes i didn't have it and i had the little cane and he had his little his little cape or whatever yeah. jacket and it was I a took, cardigan it was a kurt cobain cardigan. <laughs> there you go. so i took it over to my grandpa and i'm like i want this one and the yoda was like a tiny guy he was like yeah. half the size of the regular toys and i remember he looks at it and he goes um why why, why would i pay full, <laughs> full price, pro- full for, price for this man. it's only half a man <laughs> And I was like, but it's Yoda. And he goes, yeah, but it should be half price. <laughs> and he's like, I'm not going to buy that for you. You should go find something that's worth, oh, you know, whatever, man. however much it costs. I remember $2. this story. You yeah. told me this. Oh, and this is, I love this. This is a big part of why I'm a cheapo. But my, my mom, my grandpa ingrained that in me. Because I was like, you know what? And I always look at him and go, that makes perfect fucking sense. Like, you know? Oh, so, man. Uh, but yeah, so that was another part of. But again, like that's the thing. It's like you don't realize how like it spills over into your life. You know, yeah. I have a that story of my grandpa will always be a part of my life. Hopefully, yeah. I'll tell my kids someday. It's such a goofy story, oh, you know. Man. That's funny. I and like it's that. because of Star Wars, because of Star Wars story, because of freaking yeah. Yoda. You know what I mean? And it was completely true, and he was completely on point about it. So well, it's funny. That's one of the the things that I remember first about each of you <laughs> is y'all's love for Star Wars. Like I think Mike, I think at y'all's place that I met you. I met you at a Halloween party dressed up as yes. uh, Anakin right. Skywalker. Yes, the the prequel version in the black. And you guys had the, the black the, cloak. The, yeah. yeah, yeah, the the, the Padme the Padme prego belly, and I had not one of these light up sabers, but I had one of the prop. Yes, the prop and that's replicas and that's what I remember. Hanging off my because you belt. had that, and you have the the Matrix Squiddy. I have the Matrix Squiddy that Johnny gave me. Yeah, so I remember. I remember seeing you showed me those, and I was like, "Oh man, that's awesome!" And then Rick had, I think, uh, in in your old computer room, mm-hmm. you had the unleashed. Oh yeah, though. And the cylinders, yeah, the big giant unleashed, and then yeah. you had a bunch of the just the action figures in in plane yeah. boxes, right? Yeah, I was I was in a. That's when we were going through like our action figure like collect collect yeah the reclamation yeah. of youth yeah reclamation phase. of youth exactly yeah. post adolescence reclamation well, and see this is the funny thing is that i hadn't gone through that yet you guys connected me with it mm-hmm. so i blame both of you for me Just wasting a wasting crap money. load of money you're in <laughs> tens of thousands of dollars of those things ain't worth a fucking dime no they're not, <laughs> not worth shit they're and not. We're like i still have never taken out any of my unleashed ones i've taken life. out boba fett and you know oh, what you i'm e- i'm long time ago i took it out yeah. when i first got oh, it rick's right. seen it out yeah, yeah. Yeah. it's in it's in the studio right now yeah just sitting on the show too, right? and i didn't even that's s- the one with the sarlacc yeah pit, yeah. Right? yeah yeah i didn't even I save the too. cylinder or nothing i tossed it the only oh, thing i kept was the backing part mm-hmm. the backing yeah. cardboard but i'm equally so excited it's so it's such a cathartic relief Mm-hmm. But there is the part of me that's like, oh damn it, it's out of the damn box. It's still in the back of my head, like <laughs> shit. But, I have that one in the box. But still. I have the other one. I have the stormtrooper the unleashed that's still yeah, in yeah. it. Oh, the shadow trooper. Yeah, I got yeah, that thank one you, too. The shadow one. But yeah. but the boba, I took it out because I was like, why not? It it seemed too big to be sitting in the 
in the box. In the box, you know. Whereas like the action figures are fine to stay in their boxes, but yeah, it's a funny thing because that's one of the few things in this post adolescent time period that I've purchased that I kind of feel it's actually very relieving. Like, oh man, I'm glad I did that. Yeah. But it also bugs me. (laughs) So it's like, why? It's not like it's worth. I've got four of those on guys, because of you. I've got, I've got, like you mentioned, the the Boba Fett. I've got the Shadow Trooper. I got the Best Buy uh, edition Darth Vader and the Target edition Darth Vader. All four still in their in their cylinders. And I was gonna sell them like maybe two years ago when when we found out we were gonna have a baby. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, well, I need to start getting rid of all this shit because we're just not gonna have enough room, and I need the money. And I had gone to. Uh, Heroes and Fantasies or something, whatever's over by Cinemark Theater on on four ten. Yeah. Heroes and Fantasies, yeah. It's a big so, one too. So I go and I take all four of them and I'm expecting something, you know, <laughs> because like like I oh well like last year I looked on eBay and they were like forty dollars for the Shadow Trooper, sixty dollars for the Vaders, and eighty dollars to one hundred twenty dollars for the Boba. Mm. I get there and the guy's like, I'll give you forty for all of them. <laughs> all of them it's like yeah. lesson you bought them i was for. like and i'm putting them back in my car yeah but but i mean i can't blame them because the price at that point had dropped because the economy had gone to shit at yeah. that point well, not just wow. that. Is, it, is it nowadays everything is stickered with collector's edition limited yeah. edition you know best buy only target only i have a couple of those too and I, at some point if everything is a collector's edition then it's Obviously, yeah. it drives down whatever market there was for it, and nothing's important. Yeah. And nowadays, you know, either you create that market with like comic books where you have variants, mm-hmm. or you actually have misprints, or right. You know, you and that's what it used and, to be, where the what, errors and the misprints yeah. were the only valuable. Yeah, real and, valuable and kind of things. now that's how it is now because again, there's so much they can they can mass produce that stuff to such an extent that you know it's mm-hmm. never gonna it's never gonna hold any real value. You really yeah. you buy that stuff and you have to sell it like. That first, you know, six yeah. months after you get it, when people are looking for it and they can't find it in the store, and then you know, yeah. so it's the same thing. And I, I still like I can't. I'm you being liberated is is, is great to hear because I want to do that one of the days with yeah, something. I know, yeah, right? I have, same here. Because what actually initially what I was trying to do when I was doing the Star Wars thing is I wanted just the uh, I wanted uh, stormtroopers and clone troopers. Like a bunch? Uh, yeah, yeah, I just wanted yeah. a bunch. I think I don't know. It was probably I might have been inspired because I remember one time seeing a. a a post online from Richard Patrick actually. Right. And it was like one of those things, I don't remember how he phrased it. It might've been like, Hey, I'm a rock star so I can do this where he actually has like battalions of stormtroopers. Wow. He's bought so many of them where he can actually like recreate like the scenes from like the death star. With like the when they're assembling in, yeah, in pre pre marching order. And I remember being like, that wait, what the big unleashed ones or no, the no, smaller like the, action the figures, just the regular like in platoons and whatnot. Wow. And, uh, I remember thinking I was badass, and I remember like, the only character that really stuck with me from the uh, from the uh, from the newer the prequels was uh, uh, Commander Cody, right, the leader of the of the clones. Um, and so that's the one I really wanted. I wanted him, and I started collecting the different clone ones, and then you know the different blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. And then kind of I started slowly picking up. I remember that one of the first thing I did was I went and found a Yoda. <laughs> I found a fucking. Did Yoda. you pay half price for him? No, no. I stole it. Just kidding. <laughs> no, I paid for it. And uh, R2-D2. Anyways, yeah. so all that stuff, that kind of started me, again, like buying the Unleashed stuff. Yeah. I remember I even bought the stupid Unleashed uh, Bumblebee. Oh, Transformer. Transformer yeah. stupid oh, yeah. I remember seeing that too. And, and I, I was never like, took it really out. cool. Didn't and, buy that. Yeah, I've got a bunch of crap. Even when the G.I. Joes, they did the same thing with the G.I. Joes and started putting them out. I started buying some of those. And then uh, I remember I bought, I even went, this is the brief five seconds where I had of disposable income, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> we just look back now and laugh, right? Um <laughs> 
I remember I went and bought like online. I found like my Eddie George McFarlane, you know, uh, character and my Barry Sanders. And, oh, that's right. I um, remember those. I think somebody, I think Jeff gave me a Drew Bledsoe Dallas Cowboys McFarlane mm. doll. <laughs> Man. And uh, a couple of them. And I have, a, I have two, not one, but two Dwayne Hickses from Aliens. <laughs> and none of them I've ever taken out. Because yeah. no matter what, like you said, like I always want to like, I just want to take them out. But then I'm like, I'm going to take it out and I'm going to be like, all right, let me set it the, on the, the bookshelf. N- yeah. <laughs> you know, like, I don't know what to do with it. Well, the next you day know? the price will just skyrocket because yeah. well, everybody yeah, opened it, them. Well, I want to make it clear that I've never not opened these things because I thought they'd be worth enough money to sell them. Right, right. I think the idea that they would be valuable, at least on some level, where they're worth just slightly more than whatever I paid for them was enough for me to feel good about still having them. Mm-hmm. I think the idea is sort of just this like silly idea of just being able to know in your heart and your mind that you've held on to these nostalgic yeah. little snapshots of things that were important to you. And even maybe even more so is to be able to impart that to right. a child or a nephew or, or just someone of importance to you to pass that on and let them have it. And ideally I want to say, I'd like to pretend like I don't care what they do. I'd like them to do the same thing. Yeah. I'd like them to hold on to it and keep it yeah. closed and shut because be yeah. over a period of time, most of these things will become landfill items and, that's how stuff then becomes important. Valuable. And yeah. it's not about the money part of it. No, oh, it's um, intrinsically valuable. But I think the Star Wars, the, the part about Star Wars we haven't talked about yet is that all of these things, all of these memories really do transcend the actual movies. Like you were joking yeah. around about the plot holes and stuff like yeah. that. Like Boba Fett is like the most polarizing character from the original movies, right? But he really didn't get to do anything. We didn't really see a whole lot. Like we didn't, get a lot out of him yeah. and he meets a pretty easy demise and it's really not all that like he's this yeah, imposing <laughs> figure that didn't get to do a lot and in the prequels it's like when sith came out revenge of the sith came out and i was thinking like from the trailer like oh my god like this general grievous guy looks amazing and you know someone's holding multiple lightsabers in one hand you know and it's just oh my gosh how are they going to top attack the clones because that was such an amazing follow-up to basically was a letdown Phantom Menace movie, right? And so with the exception of the final fight scene, everybody was sort of like, oh, yeah. at least for us, yeah, yeah, the yeah. our generation, right? Yeah. And so when Sith comes out, you know, this character Grievous, you're like, oh my gosh, it's going to be amazing. But in the actual film, it's like, oh. <laughs> and I think some of these things get to be more important where the figures are more imposing and more amazing as standing figurines on my mantle <laughs> than rewatching them in the movie. Yeah. Like I'd rather show you my Grievous figure. I don't own one, but if I had one, to me, that'd be cooler than watching the movie and seeing him in action. Yeah. It's not supposed to be like that. But I think that's sort of the thing about Star Wars, that the imagination part of it, the part that, yeah. like you were saying, Rick, becomes ours, is yeah. more important. And it doesn't have like a, a stigma attached to it, at least from what I can see. And now, no. now people will start saying, well, what about the people that take it too far? Well, who are you to say it's too far? Like, yeah, is, too is far. dressing up, you know, and going to Comic-Con dressed up in your favorite, you know, too far? Just because I probably wouldn't do it doesn't mean and it's probably just because i'm tired or lazy or it's just not my thing but i don't feel like that's a a bad thing you know or having tattoos and stuff like that you know if i was i mean if i could think of the right thing you know why not but yeah it's just funny when you start looking back because one of the things i'm absolutely guilty of and i'll readily admit it is i will absolutely sit here for hours with you guys or other friends of ours that we know and just pick them apart from the first movie yeah. to the last prequel. And we will just pick it apart. And 
basically people will be like, and you're fans of this? Why do you own any collectible <laughs> items related to this if you're completely crapping on every single film, you know? Yeah. Okay. And I think that's, uh, you know, maybe we'll save that part yeah. of it where we'll explore the actual movies, like you know, and we'll just go straight, you know, the movie production value. But I think for now, just it's impossible to ignore the, the cultural significance of it, the coolness of it, the, you know, I've bought... Um, a Lego Star Wars game for GameCube when I ha- when I had my GameCube, and uh, that was a lot of fun, you know. And of course, what you're looking for is you want like a Lego game to look like Legos, but you want it right. to also recreate the scenes from the movie properly, and you want them to touch on all those little things. You want to hear the proper lightsaber sound effect. You yeah. want to hear, you know, certain things and um, hear the, the music, but you also want to see something new. You want to see something fun and fresh. I bought, I think, oh, no, I borrowed uh, Force Unleashed video game for my mm-hmm. PS3 mm-hmm. years later which I thought was just a lot of fun. It was just so neat to finally have like that ability. And I, the first thing I w- thought in my head was, why didn't they put this in the movies? Like yeah. some of the cooler things you could do with force powers and certain things you mm. could do with a lightsaber and, and stuff I like that. I think I played the demo of it. I don't think I actually got the game, but it was pretty cool from what I, from what I remember. No, I think a lot of that stuff is, you know, hindsight. And of course it's so easy to attack George Lucas and go after him for all the, all the stuff he did, but really his, the imagination is the mm-hmm. thing I think we should be crediting the guy for more yeah. than anything else is just yeah. to have the imagination to come up with the general idea. And if you ever watch it behind the scenes of any Star Wars movie, you can openly see that he's not like sitting there drawing and creating every single character. He's yeah. just basically creating a general scope with a general treatment idea. And then he has a team of a billion artists and people to, mm-hmm. you know, and you need to come up with, you know, 50 characters and I'll pick one that's going to be. Yeah, Jar Jar Binks and I need you to come up with a 50 ships that's going to one of these ships will be the starfighter and you know so there's all these unfinished ideas unrealized ideas that never show up but yeah. it's still at the end of the day you know one of these things that I think like um, I don't think I'll be as hardcore as I was from like age 19 to about 25 that was like my that was the apex of my I want to collect stuff. I want to get mm, these things. Yeah. And I want to get the action figures. And, you know, um, I don't think I'll ever feel that again. I don't think it'll ever happen. And so, yeah. you know, as we start tapping well, on. Well, well, hold on. You've got a lot of Lego. Yeah, because I stuff. never had those as a kid. I always yeah. wanted those big Lego sets as a kid. And the only Legos I, I really I got. Admit, they're pretty fucking awesome. The only Lego <laughs> sets I ever got were the free ones that came in the McDonald's. Happy no. <laughs> yeah. Which I, like which I, pieces. yeah. And I thought yeah. back then that was a big deal. Yeah. So, um, it actually went together. Yeah. And it, you could put it together. You're creating it. So I've never owned a full set, a full scale Lego set. So, uh, yeah, lately I've been just trying to see, you know, which ones would be cool to get. And actually I haven't got any that are like the things you think I would get, like, uh, like an X-Wing or a Star mm. Destroyer or um, the Millennium Falcon. I haven't gotten any of those, but I did get like the Death Star logo, uh, yeah. Lego, which I haven't started yet. And um, That one you said is pretty big, right? The, uh, it will be. Um, and then the um, the Jabba barge, Sail right? Barge. That's, yeah. That was, some, that was the that first awesome. one that I bought on purpose, and specifically because I wanted to see Max Rebo <laughs> come back to life. I thought he's a pretty innocent guy in all this and he got blown to he blown to bits. He just wanted to play his music, man. He just wanted to play music, man. And it was pointed out to me though that technically he was laughing when Jabba was threatening to send Luke down the thing and he was one of the guys laughing so it's like, oh, well, yeah, then it, you got yours, man. But, <laughs> nah. but that guy that guy probably made fun of his songs, man. That probably was like, "Shut up, man." <laughs> exactly. Up. You stupid. My fantasy piano. football team was Max Rebo band for a while. Oh yeah. I don't know if y'all remember that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. With the the blue Max Rebo for you guys is the blue. He's the little yeah, blue elephant, elephant looking dude, man. I yeah. think that guy's awesome looking. Yeah. I love him. Yeah. 
Well, what I was gotta, the chick's name with the with the little tiny lips and the big meatball body? That was she the was singer. a singer. That's a, see, that's a, that's one of Mario's favorite. Uh, that's a re-edit. That's a brought back to life. No, they did they did a CG one of them, but she was in the original. She was in the yeah, original. Yeah, she was but gross. She was like a like I don't a, even know why they, like it's like a boob with legs. She could have just she should have just stayed that way. There was, well, I don't yeah. I don't even remember what I don't honestly remember the CGI version of her. I just remember how weird she looked and. Well, they made it worse. And she was all like scantily clad. Well, that, that and see, hitting on that point, I have to I have to credit um, uh, Jedi with me figuring out that I enjoy bondage. What, <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> because Leia as a slave, <laughs> How everybody you, everybody yeah, can the admit things you never think you're going to find out or hear <laughs> from Mario yeah. from Mario or out loud. Go ahead, go ahead. You <laughs> might, well, you might as well keep going. Uh, everybody, uh, all. Uh, uh, a guy who can't get behind me on this. this Whoa! <laughs> oh, yeah. This is that not getting better, right. man. Are those Darth Vader's that gloved not... hands on your shoulders? <laughs> oh my gosh! That didn't come out right. No, like that's what she said. <laughs> Princess Leia. Okay. As Jabba's well. slave. So you want to be? So you want to be Jabba's no, no, slave? No, no, no. no. <laughs> Having her in bondage. What, what? That's a good thing or a bad thing? What are you? Princess doing? Leia dresses dressed the way she was. That was hot. So yeah, you're in favor. The idea of, that she was at the end of a of, of like so you're in troll? favor of uh, the oppression of women for uh, sexual objectification. Just Princess Leia. Just Princess Leia. Back then. <laughs> but what, what if she wasn't chained up and she was just wearing the iron bikini? Oh, I mean, it's still hot. Don't get me wrong. But it's hotter that she was. She couldn't go anywhere. It was against her will. He was probably in a, in a, in a way violating her off screen every time. <laughs> <laughs> every time, and the little <laughs> I was just like like videotaping that's, it. That's salacious crumb. Salacious crumb. He was that's the one that would be like. <laughs> <laughs> he was putting it on the the Star Wars universe's version of YouTube. Oh, <laughs> Defilement of oh, Leia. Man. I'm glad you appreciate that. I I I have I'm to say glad. that's my favorite. Which that's is slimy because so I mean, you're saying is... you're into bondage in your real life because of that no, no, scene. No, no, I'm not yeah, into bondage in my so real life. Released you. No, ironically, I'm not you were released in my real from life. your your I, your inhibitions by it, bondage. It, I was. <laughs> <laughs> no, I will. Yeah, I gotta restate all no, of that, it's fine. don't I? I'm not, it's fine. No, I am not currently honest. into bondage at all. So anybody listening to this, I am not currently into bondage, bondage in my own personal life. Right. You have, However, belt, you have belt marks on your neck, by the way. That's a whole other thing. But no, it's just I just noticed that's that. a leather strap. No, but seeing Princess Leia as Princess, as a as Princess. a sex slave, essentially. I mean, although. To think about what the hell was Jabba doing with her? Like, he didn't really, have he didn't... a penis, unless it was yeah. a cloaca penis. <laughs> you love saying or that the word. Tongue. You love saying that word cloaca, don't you? There was kind of like cum on his tongue. It was a cum that was tongue, gross? Right? Who was on like Jabba? Go, on Jabba yeah, when he yeah. tried to lick when he was sticking his tongue out. Yeah, there was that a lot was of that dried that saliva stuff. Yeah. That um, <laughs> I always think of. Uh, <laughs> I always think of uh, what's it from uh, Con Air when John Malkovich is like. For me, or something between that stuff you find under the ground and that white stuff that accumulates at your mouth when you're really thirsty. <laughs> Jabba was thirsty. He just wanted stuff. someone to get him a drink. He, pro- oh. you know, what? his hands probably couldn't reach to his mouth. Oh, he could because he got the he got the frog. Yeah, he mouth. got the frog in his mouth. He could reach his mouth. So, so what? So Princess uh, Leia? No. Uh, no, no. What, what, so what is the question? Is that hot? Like, yeah, her her. She was hot. The outfit was hot. I, I don't necessarily think. The, the, the I don't fact make, that I don't make the connection slave. that she was a you know uh, held against her will. I don't find that particularly okay. attractive. Right. I, I I prefer people to you know. Oh well, yeah, enjoy no, of course. <laughs> the defilement they <laughs> take part in. 
I mean, I mean that's a lot of you. Wow. You figure everybody got a piece of that. I mean, Lando ha- probably had to go along with it. <laughs> Lando had to go along with. It. He couldn't blow his cover. R two had to watch it. He probably hologram videotaped it. <laughs> I mean, it's disgusting. It's a disgusting display, oh, Mario. Man. And now that I'm thinking about it, I'm just gonna. Do you think, do you think they had time to get the rancor in on that? The, oh, he might have. They might have. And you know, that's what that's what the Sarlacc was really waiting for. Just that, you know, that big tongue. Big, long, slippery tentacle. So tongue. then Max Rebo probably died appropriately because he probably got in on that, yeah, too. Yeah, he was, he was like, the gangbang. Hey, guys, we're going to take wow. five. I'm going to go hop backstage. Yeah, and it's like a, we'll be back in a little while and play your favorite Cantina tunes. And you know what he did with that? Bringing the Cantina to you live on the sale bar. This is Max <laughs> Rebo. And you know what he did with that hose nose? <laughs> oh, yeah, what, what that thing did didn't do? go to waste. What did he do? I'm just Rick? saying. I, you brought... <laughs> you brought <laughs> I'm I a delayed like, reaction what, to that. In your mind. <laughs> you brought the topic, so, though. I'm just getting realistic oh, for you. I remember right? this. Rick, in high school, when we'd be sitting next to each other in like class or whatever, <laughs> who did you used to draw and pass it to me? You would draw a Star Wars character. And, <laughs> oh, it was the... Um, the, you would draw the guy, the one that has like the hammerhead head. <laughs> you remember that? <laughs> the hammerhead. Oh, Who's the one that? that the face swooped yeah, forward from the, and... from the cantina. Yes. Yeah. You, we'd be sitting oh, in man. class. We'd be sitting in class together, and I would just get a paper from Rick. And it would just be that guy's hammerhead from the from the Mos Eisley. <laughs> it was perfect, oh, though. It was a really good drawing. That See, guy. I never had anybody to share that that stuff with, uh, like the, that stuff, love of man. of Star Wars. You like nobody I knew. Private school, man. Like to me, the the first movie I got I got to share with people my age that that we cared about it all was T two, Terminator mm, two. Yeah. Before yeah. that, like I couldn't share Godfather with anybody. I couldn't share Untouchables or Star Wars or Neverending Story or to mention Dark Crystal. People would be like, I don't even know what that is. <laughs> Labyrinth, and I'm like, oh no. Yeah, those scared me. I watched those, but those scared me. So I have less of a connection just because they were terrifying. And now, of course, watching Labyrinth and you see the whole wiener. Yeah, I don't need the to see that. The whole sticking through the No, I don't need to see that bulge. It's gross. <laughs> David Bowie. Ugh. So if he was bonded up, you'd be all right, though. You'd be like, yeah, David no. Bowie's bondage. Not I will all. say that Jennifer Although, Connelly Jennifer was the Connelly, main yeah. reason. Her and her eyebrows. What movie was it? Her big furry eyebrows. <laughs> uh, Labyrinth? Labyrinth. The baby with the, what was it? The baby with the, what was that song? Oh, no, don't, don't sing it, please. Not because I don't like your singing voice, but because that song <laughs> hurts my ears. Yeah. I know what song you're talking it gets, about. It, but it gets jammed in your head, too, no, like a it splinter. I, I refuse. It's like a I close my mind. mind. I compartmentalize. Wow. If you, if you Google Hammerhead Cantina, he comes up. First <laughs> first search. Well, what else would come up under Hammerhead Cantina? <laughs> come over here. What's his name, Momo? Momo Nadon. I would have oh, never yeah, known that. My kid that. My That's from kid. the Wikipedia, by the way. Actually, so I was also on that. No, I'm on something. Yeah, yeah I'm on the Wikipedia. Oh, he's got a body. Look, look at this picture. That's filthy. Yeah. That. This is all I remember how seeing he, as a kid. How does he eat? Does he have a mouth? He has a. He has a. He kind of. He kind of looks like <laughs> Grundlefly, doesn't he? From he the does. top. Doesn't he, does. he look like Seth Grundlefly? He does. Interesting. Though, real quick, uh, the. Creature on the Mandalorian armor is a mythosaur. Interesting. That's from the homeworld of the the Fets. Now I know. Oh, Were you a fan of the uh, the re-edit? What do you call it? What do you call the the versions of the movies where he fucked messed up. with them? They just called the special editions. Special edition. Oh, what do you think of the adding the crate dragon bones? Wasn't that an addition where like the bones yeah, weren't like yeah, the yeah. full? No, 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 no. The bones were there. They actually showed them riding them. 
the <clears throat> the real Kray dragons weren't in oh, there. Oh, those were the dewbacks that yeah. died. That, but they added those in. With the, that's with what the, was added in, not yeah. the not the bones. The, I think the, the whole bones thing were there because I think the, they walked past the bone. I could be wrong. I could be wrong. I Wait, can't remember either. Yeah. Which, which part are we talking about? In the very beginning, in the very beginning of uh, New Hope, you see the the droids are on the sand or whatever, and you see the bones for the crate dragon, which is yeah. long extinct. But I think the stuff that was added in was the stormtroopers riding the, the yeah, dewbacks. That was yeah. that was that, that was horrible. But you might. Why is that bad? What's wrong with what's your beef with that? Well, because of the the way they did it, it was so obvious. Like <laughs> it was 1997. Give them a break. But here you go. Here's here's my thing is that they were like we're <laughs> so, so proud you're of critical our... of the CG. Yes, I'm not not in addition of it. If it if it was done right, I might have been okay with but it. But it could that's that was done right at the time. But that's the thing is that they they're saying oh we're so advanced with with our technology. If they had done it like honestly, if they had gone back and done it the way it was done originally, okay, that'd so, have been fine. I would have been fine with stop me, motion let me, claymation. Let me, let me pose this to you. The, so the, now that the technology, the, the bantha, is, or the, what, what was the thing that they the, cut open? The Not tauntaun. the bantha. Tauntaun, tauntaun. Thank you. When the tauntauns in the clay, it's like. Mm-hmm. Like it looks like stop motion clay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Had they done that with with what the stormtroopers were riding, I'd have been fine with that. I might have been okay. I might have been like, okay, that's cool. So it was, but it because was like... of the fact that they that they used their original film, nothing wrong with the original film. I love it, mm-hmm. but it's desaturated and it's low contrast. And then they take computer animation, CGI, mm-hmm. high contrast, high image detail. And high saturation, and lay it on top so of it. So your 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 issue is with the the merging of the two. Yes, it was. So horrible. you're saying the CGI alone was fine if it had been in its own movie. on some parts because I you I, don't I, like the green screen effect where it looks like there's green screen. Yes, it looks just horrible. Like, it looks okay. horrible. Okay. Why, why didn't they just you know find a dewback <laughs> in the Galapagos Islands to ride? You could have ridden a Komodo dragon. Those things are pretty fucking big. <laughs> Fucking <laughs> hey, right? Like an alligator. Now that would be more interesting. Like, how'd they get that guy on an alligator without it biting his fucking leg off? Um, no, it's interesting. So, what if we pose this hypothetical? Okay. If they were right. to make a special special edition now, using, for example, like the Avatar technology that James Cameron came up with. No, I wouldn't watch it. But you said it was because of the quality. What if they were to be able to seamlessly blend it? Seamlessly. Since it would be the third time that they'd be doing it? No. Okay, so let me ask you another hypothetical question. They fucked up the second time and they <laughs> lost me, so I'm not going to give it a third time. Okay, so hypothetically speaking, so 10 years from now they come out with a special, special edition, and that's the first exposure, full-on conscious exposure that, that Dylan has to it, and he loves it. Are you going to be like, Dylan, that's not the real shit. Yes. Let me show you the real <laughs> Really? Yes, hell yeah. For which one? I'm, I was giving him a hypothetical. For his hypothetical if they come special, out with special version, ultra edition, and it's seamless and perfect, and there's no define seamless and perfect. Did they desaturate the not, CGI? Did I'm, they make it fit in properly? Did they delete the singing I'm just saying, alien? S- seamless means that you can't tell the one from the other. That's all I'm saying. You can't tell one from the other. That's it. From the the overlaid footage onto the background of the previously seamless, shot film. Mario. Seamless. You can't tell the difference. They're perfectly blended. You can't go, that part's added later. That part was added before. Okay, minus certain scenes, sure. Okay. I don't need the alien singing with the freaky lips. I don't need that. <laughs> That's garbage. I mean, I, I wonder. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not completely disagreeing if that they those did, things if they, weren't... If they did the snow, the snow Beast in that manner, I'd be okay with I like, it. I like that. But the Snow Beast, they didn't even do him like CGI or anything. It was just more footage of him. It, it looked like it was a little off. 
I, I I don't know. I gave it. I, I gave mean, it they a might have tried to recreate like, it. Man. They might have done exactly what you said. I don't remember. I'd have to look it up. Somebody I out think there. I Hopefully, some of our fans become interactive and start to <laughs> some comment of, on some our, of our wall twelve listeners and tell us how wrong we are. <laughs> um, um, I don't know. I, don't I think know. the but worst it, the worst thing from the original trilogy being messed around with for the special edition that came out in ninety seven or whatever was the damn girl with the lips in the yes that's in the what I'm saying. revenge the of the, in, in the return of the jedi yeah. scene the, yeah why do you keep calling her an alien well they're all aliens but that's well, a good point even the humans were aliens they're think about true it. they're but, they're people too in that universe just leave them alone okay she was cgi don't, don't, when, don't be like when that. princess leia got shot in return of the jedi in the hand right was did she not bleed because the laser cauterized the wound yes yeah but when Obi when uh, Obi Wan cut that dude's hand off <laughs> in the cantina, that was a very bloody scene, a very gross it bloody it scene. It didn't cauterize. That's right. Well, it didn't so, cauterize, Mario, because that was a messy alien it was, it was that he like, cut up. Yeah, was, that was uh, <laughs> that was the the poon face, right? He doesn't like the, you. Yeah, I don't like you. He doesn't yeah. like you. I don't like but you. But the either. pig nose is the one. <laughs> the other guy is the one that got it. The one that didn't speak English. Yeah. <laughs> he got it. That guy was probably that guy probably got his friend killed. The guy's like, yeah. he's have like, you, blah, blah, blah. He's have like, you ever oh, seen the have you ever blah. seen the robot chicken with that guy? No. no. He wakes up in the morning. He got like a wife and a kid, <laughs> kids and stuff, and he wakes up and it's captioning him. He's like, and the caption's like, it's gonna be a great day today. I can feel it. And he's like, kisses his wife and his kid goodbye, and he has a briefcase and he goes to work. And they're like, that guy's like, hey man, let's go get a break. Let's go get a drink. He's like, no, I've got work to do. And, and they go to the they go to the bar and there's Luke right. And he's telling Luke like, he's like the caption's like, I really like your hair. <laughs> and the guy's like, he doesn't like you. And the guy's like, hey, that's not what I said. <laughs> Luke, Luke, <laughs> it's amazing. And Obi Wan steps in. He's like, this one's not worth the trouble. And the, he, the guy's like, rrr, rrr, rrr. he's trying to defend himself. <laughs> and Obi Wan cuts his arm off. <laughs> he gets fired from his architect job because no. he can't draw anymore. <laughs> Oh, that is awesome. amazing, and that's that is awesome. why Star Wars is incredible because yeah. it's everywhere. It's, it's. <laughs> I, I, I gotta watch Robot Chicken. So, I never caught on to that. When you me. say he got him, his friend got him killed, <laughs> that's exactly what happened in that Robot Chicken. Oh, God. Oh. That's good. I gotta watch that. Oh man, that is good stuff. You know what I love? I love seeing the Halloween pictures when people put their dogs in the in the Walker outfits. Mm-hmm. Have you seen that? Did you see my dog's Halloween costume? Yes, I did. What was it? I remember seeing it. I don't. Did you like the picture? Yes, I no. did. It was on Instagram. No. Yes, I did. I'm crying. What was Lincoln wearing? Oh, he had the he had the writer on his back. He was he was a fake Tauntaun. Mm. He was a real Tauntaun. Mm. A real Tauntaun. No. And then didn't, a didn't Carolyn, didn't Carolyn have Yoda and Vader? Uh, Wasn't not this they, year. No, they were Ewok and Yoda year. last year. Ewok her, and Yoda. Uh, yeah, her her pups. <clears throat> yeah. Yep. See, um, there you go. There you go. There That's you awesome. go. So, what if uh, George Lucas did the special special edition? <laughs> and for still, you, for you kinda... as super fan ninety nine, uh, put in the missing gangbang footage from the barge. <laughs> Complete with bondage. How would you feel about that? Uh, Seamless. All humans, so you don't got to worry about any CGI alien or aliens. All humans aliens, and aliens. you know puppeteers. Uh huh. All right, guys. Thanks for tuning in for this episode. <laughs> no, no, you're not getting. No. Off, you're not getting off that easy. <laughs> he never gets off easy. That's true. <laughs> Needs at least two or three hours to get cooking. <laughs> Madman.
Hey, did you hear about the Mad Max redo? That looks badass, by the way. I haven't seen a preview for it yet. It looks badass. Yeah? Fury Road. Check it out. Who's who's the who's the? It's a no name, right? It's Tom Hardy. Oh shit! It's Tom Hardy. Yeah, and Charlize Theron. Oh, all right. Okay. And some other people. When is it? The guy out? that did the original is doing it. That wrote it, the original. Yeah. Well, nice way to tie George that back Miller. in. The guy who did the original is it? New Hope and uh, Empire. Lawrence Kasdan, the writer. Lawrence Kasdan. He directed He's, him. I don't think I don't know about the writer. Who wrote? Who wrote? Because isn't the writer that did that did those two doing work seven, on eight, and nine? I think Kasdan wrote the script. For Empire with Lucas and then directed it. Okay. No, yeah. Irving Kirshner directed. Oh, Empire. that's right, Irving yeah, yeah. Kirshner. Didn't Thank write you. The script. Yeah, yeah. Thank so, you. Good call. Yes, I think they brought. But him Lucas into... wrote one by himself. Which one was that? Was that? That was first one. Okay. The okay, third so... one. <laughs> <laughs> the fourth one. <laughs> <laughs> the first one that was fourth. <laughs> <laughs> he wrote A New Hope. What a what a fucking conundrum. A New Hope. <clears throat> so and and by and large, people say that, that was the worst out of out of. None of them were that's the worst. What I've, that's what I've... People are stupid. None of them were the worst. No, I, that's and revisionist I, and I would... nonsense, you all. <laughs> you all. But basically, no they're saying, I'm excited because the writer of my two favorites is coming back for the next movies. All right. I like that continuity. All right. I can't wait. <clears throat> can't wait. How do you feel about How do you feel about uh, Bad Robot directing? J.J.? Yeah. J.J. Abrams? Um, I don't know. We'll see. The jury is out. I Some of his stuff I enjoy. Some of it I enjoy We'll discuss less. him next time. Yeah, oh, next time okay. we'll get into that in a little bit more detail. Nice. But uh, the jury is out for me. I, I, yeah. I'm excited. Do you, you think know, Do you think one man can rule Star Wars and Star Trek at the same time? Um, no, I think I think that's why they're they're probably going to use different directors and different writers for the next ones after that. I think he's he's laying the groundwork. Yeah, he's he's doing the Lucas. He's laying the groundwork. He's doing create, the Lucas. Doing, doing the the world building or world adding, and then I think other people expanding. are going to other people expanding. are going to to do it which i think they should do you think, think they're gonna stop at nine i have no idea i i i'm sure that on message board and stuff they've talked about yeah. i know they talked about doing like side stories and like, yeah, origin like the stories boba fett and story the han solo i don't know if that's gonna happen i know it's been thrown out there either by people just making that up or yeah. actual like you know uh stuff as studio stuff has thrown out. i don't know but I, I think it is it's an endless world i think i think as long as you attack anything you know with a f- fresh set of eyes and you know you're not trying to just piggyback on top of something mm-hmm. that's already there i think you know i think there's at least the the pieces to make something interesting yeah you know what i mean but the thing is why with star wars because it's lasted as long as it has that a lot of that luster is gone so people still appreciate it still are inspired by it still yeah. love it but i think now is the time that you can do something different with it interesting mm-hmm. and you know people will you know, and of course, people will hate it, and people will love it, and people will be yeah. indifferent or whatever. But I think now is the time to do it. I mean, because everybody kind of experimented with doing the Clone Wars animated series. Now they're doing yeah. the Rebels. You know, so they and the, all of course all the games, expanding it, all this constantly. stuff like they're const- yeah constantly expanding that universe. And I mean, there is there's all these characters that you know we joke about, but like you know, I don't know if you know Max Rebo deserves his own movie, but you figure there's characters that you or know, if he has a life, that there, there's there's stories to be told. And of course, I don't. Probably all those deserve hundred million dollar three D budgets, but <laughs> but uh, there's definitely stories to be told. I mean, you could probably do a whole series just about you know the Fets and that uh, the Mandalore and all those guys. You know, like that's interesting. Just to touch on this briefly, because because it still bothers me. Because like I said, I, I saw episode one, two, and three Mandalorians once each, and never again since. So, Jango Fett mm-hmm. is he? 
Is he Boba Fett's dad? Is that little boy Boba Fett? Yeah. Jango Fett was the was the was the the original the original guy that they the... they cloned him. They cloned Jango Fett to make the clone army. Okay. His son. Is... Oh no no, we take it. So what I'm trying to remember now, how long it's been. So his son, that was the deal. Michael's is dropping it... a deuce or else he tried yeah. to So the the deal was that he made with the the Jedi or whoever he brokered that deal with. Right, was that he would let himself be cloned to create the clone army, mm-hmm. right? Which the Jedi were supposed to use, right? As right. A, as an army. And the deal was he would get to keep one of the clones as his own. Yeah. And that was Boba Fett. So that he was actually allowed to grow up and, you know, like a, like a normal child, as normal as you can grow up watching your dad get his head chopped off. <laughs> um, so, but real quick, we're catching up. We're, tell me if I'm wrong. We're talking about Jango Fett. Jango Fett was the original guy that they cloned right. to make the clone army. Right. And Bobo was Boba, 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 Boba T. Uh, Boba Fett was the clone that he kept. That was part of his deal was that he had got to keep one of the clones as his son. To and it was him. not um, altered with genetic rapid yeah, growth, whatever. Yeah, it was like, so he got to grow up like a normal person, right. you know, right. whatever, until he saw him get his head chopped off. Right. Right. Which will affect any child, I think. Oh, By yeah. the greatest... Jedi ever Samuel Jackson. So cool. So glad cool. they put him in purple there. Blade. I'm so glad that he got a purple lightsaber just by asking to be different. Mm-hmm. And you know that's not why he, he wanted purple. Salacious Graham likes it. <laughs> uh, okay, so Mario's gonna put up a couple of links. Yeah. Or this is the end of this uh portion. Yeah, I've already, I've already got the link for so what, gonna, whatculture.com for 10 giant plot holes you probably missed. Right, and, and keep an eye out. you got to highlight it to, to reveal the, the invisible text, but there is a oh, okay. hidden text uh, link to the Sail Barge King Bang video <laughs> <laughs> and directed by Mario. Uh, yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Leia. I love you, Mario. Yeah. I love you. She was beautiful. Uh, yeah, I, I, I feel I feel funny enough. She lost like, all the weight. Um, she lost all her weight. So what? Maybe she hadn't. <laughs> Would she be less beautiful if she hadn't? Would she be less seventy years old if she hadn't? Yeah, well, man. yeah. I mean, I, I guess the. No, yeah, she did. You know what? That really Thank matters. God she Actually, lost no, the weight. That is. <laughs> well, did she? Is she off the drugs finally too? Oh damn, dude. She's coke, damn. right? She was coked out oh for God. a long time. Right? Like in the freaking eighties, <laughs> when Paul Simon dumped she, her. She did a stand-up God. special. Mario, give peace a chance, We're gonna get sued by Carrie Fisher. She, she, did a, worse. she did a stand-up. She did a stand-up show a while back, and she did pretty good. She was pretty funny. You she saw some pretty funny shots. I, I don't think stuff. that her goal in this next uh, set of films is to look what she looked like in your bondage fantasy. I think she'll be more of a matriarchal position. Yeah. Oh no, <laughs> she looked like done it. Well, who was? What's the, the lady's name who was old, but she wasn't. Mon Mothma. Yeah, I'm not, I don't want to say she was hot. Many she, Bothans died to bring us this information. Well, then why would you send them? And what is a Bothan anyway? <laughs> exactly. That's what they don't even care. Which I know. Scene was that? that was the party that Saddam Hussein belonged to, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> the Bothist party. <laughs> Bathist. Yeah, I think. I think the next episode. I love episode, not knowing how to say words. The next episode should be, uh, or whenever we touch this again, needs to be all plot holes, like stuff like that, oh, like. You know, contractors that died on the Death Star and yep, yeah, the building exhaust ports when you don't need to. And <laughs> Actually, Michael, I was wearing there. ridiculous helmets. <laughs> and we'll have the guest, Rick, who's... We're gonna, that's right, we're going to have a special guest. Give us the intro from, from him. You don't even get a taste, but we have a special guest. Okay, we will have okay. a special guest. 
<laughs> on location. Okay. <laughs> so this brings to the last thing. What's Just that? because uh, from from one father to another, have you seen the Star Wars uh, kids books? Uh uh-uh. uh Oh my god. Okay. So I mean, I'm. There's there's one what? for your daughter, one for, for oh your those son, those are awesome. Darth Vader. With no, I know Luke. exactly what you're talking about. Yes, yeah. those are. Which cool. one's the daughter one? Because it's it's Vader and Leia. Oh, it is Vader. It is still Vader. Yeah. Okay. No, those okay. are awesome. It's okay to that? kiss your sister, kids. <laughs> have you seen so those books? No, no, I haven't. Ba- ba- so basically, it's like it's like Darth Vader's the dad, and, uh-huh. and Luke is the son as a small child, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and like he's teaching him good and bad. But like it's but real, like his it's like version. A real book, or is it's it like a real a book. It's like a, ch- a children's series. Uh, not serious. I, I don't know if he does other ones. I know he's done those too uh, mm. for for Luke and Leia. But it's like for, for Star Wars fans who have a daughter or oh, Star Wars fans you. who have That's a son. Cool. That's cool. And it's so like a like a bedtime story kind of thing. And each each page is its own little standalone little one page comic uh-huh. that's like a little moral or uh, <clears throat> yeah or like funny learn. things or, or like uh, what I'm trying to. I wish I had pulled it up before I start bringing it up. But uh, I gotta find. Bear with us as I pull up the names of these Star Wars kid book. Vader dad, maybe. Uh, let's oh see. My God. Oh, Darth Vader and Son uh, by Jeffrey Brown. Uh, let's see. Darth Vader's Little Princess is the one with Leia. But, like, it's funny stuff. Like, Leia's having a tea party and Vader has to be there because it's her dad and she's got like a little Ewok next to her <laughs> being like one of the dolls. Oh, that's, that's horrible. Uh-huh. Not going to repeat what? that. No, no, you can't repeat it. Go ahead. All right. So the, um, keep going, keep going. Yeah, let me pull up some images from these books because they're, they're just adorable. No one can uh, see them. Put a link. Those a those link. books are great. I'll put the links up. Uh, oh, like this isn't the toy you're looking for and he's pointing at a bunch of... Uh, the stupid one from episode two and three or whatever. The one that should have hung himself. And I'll post links to, to something else. Okay, both of these guys have checked out. Mike's on his phone, Rick's on, on his laptop. I thought laptop. we were winding it down. Getting, <clears throat> we are, but I'm asking a question. Oh, okay, sorry, go ahead. I'm asking a question. Go ahead. You're Nobody's asking, paying attention no, no, to go me. go ahead. Ask your question. The stupid, the stupid Jar Jar Binks. So what about Luke is pointing at a bunch of Jar Jar Binks, and Vader's we like, "This isn't the toy you're looking for." <laughs> or, I get it. or like, uh, let's see, another great one. Uh, Luke is hollow is doing Halloween. He's dressed up as a stormtrooper, and <laughs> I think it's Uncle um, Uncle Owen and, and Aunt Beru, and they're saying, "Aren't you a little short for a stormtrooper?" <laughs> you know, it's kind of I cute stuff I like that. It. I like it. I, I would like to see the real, or, the real thing. Or they're it's in the Tie Fighter, and Luke is in a is in a baby seat right behind Vader, saying, "Are we there yet?" And Vader's like, "Not yet." Wow, <laughs> just funny. Cute I, like it. I think I, like it. I think I'm most impressed with Mars' ability to try to transition everyone's <laughs> brains out of his bondage, <laughs> oppression, yeah, like, a couple of times. Times. scene, and then he's like, "Oh, he's so sweet and likes you know kids books, yep. bondage, yep. Mario." Yep. Did they do it? They should do one with Jango Fett. And Django, <laughs> Django Fett, Django Fett. They should do one with Django. What's his name? Django Fett and Boba Django. Fett. The no, game that you play with the bricks. No. They should do one with the kids Django. seeing his dad get his chopped up. Wow. What? Well, I, what did he do? What did he do with that head? The last scene is him <laughs> holding that head to Rick. his head. He's holding the helmet with the head in it. A. How did the head not slip out? And B. What did he do with it? Like and it was is, a bloodless head, was it? 
right? Yeah, it's cauterized. It's cauterized from the saber. So the purple lightsaber will cauterize your wounds, not the... Maybe Obi-Wan's didn't because he was old and the saber had lost its intensity from the crystal that was inside the technology ah, of the saber. Yes. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. That's great. You now like you're that? talking. Yeah. Now you're getting technicals. I like it. Yeah. I like it. You know, funny thing, just real quick. Did you know that you know, one of my favorite things when I heard the prequels were going to be coming out, I was so freaking stoked about part three, bridging part four. And I remember thinking like, oh man, you know, you've got these legendary moments mm-hmm. in A New Hope where Obi-Wan's telling Luke, like, you know, your father was a great pilot. And, you know, when I met him, he was blah, blah, blah. And, um, you know, he wanted you to have this when you're old enough, which is actually bullshit because he didn't want yeah. him to have his lightsaber. He's a liar. But, but Obi-Wan. Mm-hmm. You watch the special features to Revenge of the Sith and you find out that they didn't intend they didn't originally shoot the scene where Obi-Wan picks up Anakin's saber and he takes it with him. They had to go and reshoot that because they were like, oh, we never actually filmed that. We forgot. Like, <laughs> that was one of the most important things that I was waiting for. Like, oh, I can't wait to see how Obi-Wan comes into the possession of his saber. Mm-hmm. It's in a yeah. box, right? That's got all this cool stuff in it and he mm-hmm. hands it to Luke. Yeah. I mean, you've got to think, how can you overlook that? How can you forget that? Well, that's how that's how busy they were with all the grandiose special effects. Oh, right, that they right, put into exactly. it. Exactly, and the melting of the arms and legs. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, not face. Th- I'm just saying that's the kind of stuff that drives me crazy. That would be like, I, if I could be anything, if in movies, if there'd be a job to invent mm. for me, it'd be continuity, continuity police. Yeah, they do have that. That'd be me. There's person people who do that. Well, apparently yeah, it's bad because if you watch too. any movie on AMC in the notes, there's like no, yeah, or yeah. website, there's like yeah, fifty thousand holes and everything. Fired. There's like you get one job and you get fired. There's like nobody that works on more than two movies. But yeah, there are people. Because they do is they take like pictures. Like they used to take. Well, I don't know how they do it now. Probably digital. But they used to take Polaroids of like sets and yeah. like props. That way they knew exactly where they were the next day and they could put them all back. And there's people that make sure that the script's being followed. All yeah. Along. So you, but you're right. It it still happens, which is awful. And yeah. and especially how did, with that big. And, and so when Obi Wan says that he was already uh, an amazing pilot, was he referring to the pod race? Because that was his yes. first real experience yes. as as a pilot. No, that was the clone, it. he's talking about the Clone Wars. Remember, they fought in the Clone well, Wars. He pilots. He, you know, he didn't people pilot forget. Anything in the Clone and, Wars. And, no, the, no, like the actual events. No, but ten year old, ten year old Anakin ends the freaking Naboo war by yeah. flying a starfighter and torpedoing another exhaust port. By the way, and <laughs> yeah. or whatever it was, a little port that destroys the whatever stupid shield thing that. Takes out the yeah, droid the army. shield. And you brought up Jango. See, I'm already getting pissed. <laughs> how come if Jango is supposed be to be all the stormtroopers, how come in by a New Hope they all seem like volunteers? They don't seem like clones. Yeah. They're supposed to be the clones, but they all have different voices. Yeah, now, if Lucas exactly. wanted to go back and re-edit, or Disney, whoever wants to re-edit another version, they should make that actor that was Jango re-voice mm-hmm. all the stormtroopers from mm-hmm. the original movies. I, I feel like, did they do that? In the, have they done something similar to that, I feel like? Where they mm. tried to squeeze that back. I know they couldn't have done it with the special editions, but I thought there's something that I can't remember. Not that I because know they of. put Anakin in the. That's right, because they did another special edition, right? They did a brand. What are we talking about? There's a whole other oh. special edition that they just yeah, did. Yeah, the, 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 the Blu-ray. I is, haven't seen them, which I, is why I didn't no, think about it. But God. they did. Yeah. A whole, oh, you don't want to see Hayden. Right? You don't want to see Hayden Christensen replace Sebastian Shaw as Anakin yeah. in, at the end of Jedi. So oh, that's this whole classic. Time we've been talking that's about, wonderful. I've been going when they make another one. People are like, they already did, dickhead, a year ago. <laughs> it's called the Blu-ray special saga edition, dickhead. Which is true. That's they did correct. that already. They did it already. See Mario? Somebody yeah. it's probably seamless. <laughs> it's seamless terrible deleted scenes. Now we gotta watch that. I have we, not. We, we should them. probably spend some time and just rewatch them in honor of Let's just episode. scrap this episode. We're gonna scrap it and go back and <laughs> We'll rewatch, we'll do our research, and we'll come back armed with we'll information. We'll come back actually knowing what we're talking about. Well funny What you're talking about. Funny little tidbit talking about them all being clones. But they were different heights also, aside from having different voices, right. they were different heights. Well, I always, and that's I always, obvious. But the scene 
I don't know if you guys have actually seen it, but there's a scene where one of the stormtroopers is walking into a room. Oh, and he runs into the room. Runs- <laughs> yeah. I had to go back and actually watch it. Yeah. And, oh, man, it's hilarious. Yeah. See, I always, and I'm sure they explain like, this. <laughs> it's probably been explained by now, but I always assume by the time that, you know, because it's, what, a generation later, that they didn't have any clones anymore, that they were actually people. They were that being they recruited. volunteered. Because you think about, like, because oh, you saying. had the actual Imperial Academy, right? Because there was the Imperial Academy before there was, like, the dark side had infiltrated, right? It right. was actually like a real thing. So like people were going to the Academy, right? And that was the Imperial Academy. Right. Han Solo graduated from the Imperial Academy. So it's very likely he could have ended up, if he'd gone on a different path, he could have ended up as a star destroyer pilot, right? Or a TIE fighter pilot or whatever mm-hmm. else there was. Um, so at that point, obviously they are actively recruiting, you know, Biggs, dark lighter. Luke wanted to go to the Academy, right? Cause there wasn't a rebel Academy because the rebels oh, yeah. were, as by, by today's standards, terrorists, they were insurgents. <laughs> the Imperial was actually the yeah. ruling body. It was it was the American government? So does you that get down <laughs> and gritty? Zeitgeist Addendum Part Two, Two Point Oh, Three, Seven, Eight, Beta Version. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, I think you lost Mike there. <clears throat> he got overwhelmed. He's looking. He's watching it right now. Zeitgeist. Yeah. Ooh, they worship yeah. the sun. <laughs> Wow! All right, it's apparently it's we've gone way too long. It's yeah, way too late. Good. It's we're at an hour and a half practically. So, uh, thanks for tuning in, guys. Uh, like I said, this is the first part of. <laughs> Sorry, laughing at my own joke. <laughs> okay, and this will be the first part of like a probably multiple part thing that we do, just covering Star 26 Wars. Twenty six episode. <laughs> this is one of twenty six. I, I still say we should just do nine. This is episode. Then we'll have to do the special edition episodes. Well, this will be this is, okay. Well, there you go. That's what, how we will get to a million episodes. <laughs> and then we'll do one episode where we just recite the movie from start to finish, just going going. We're straight gonna do through. the radio play. Yeah, exactly. Special edition of the radio play, and, and you can use whatever voice you want. You can be as many characters as you want. Nice. No Very looking cool. up scripts online. All from the top of your head, Mario. Paraphrase. It's, it's been it's been ages. Shakespeare action. It's been ages. Episodes one, two, and three kind of shied me away from. I'm going to be anything that doesn't speak English. I'm going to be all those. <laughs> <laughs> Real quick, before we go. <laughs> Again. Of the, of the prequel movies, one, two, or three, right? Uh-huh. Uh, Phantom Menace. Uh-huh. Clone Wars. Revenge uh-huh. of the Sith. Uh-huh. What was your favorite one? I couldn't even name them. Uh, the second one. Clones. Second one, Clone Wars. Yeah. You. None of them. <sighs> I couldn't even name them. I wouldn't have even remembered the names. If you had to pick one, which one would it be? The one that wasn't political, didn't have a stupid alien saying Misa Jar Jar Binks. That's all of them. Yeah, exactly. So the third so. one didn't have as much Jar Jar. He was already a diplomat. Was that the that one where they went underwater, though? That was the second one. Okay. When they went to his world. Yeah, I didn't care I don't for know that. Why do I know this? I've only seen I don't, it why once. do you know I've only this? seen it one time. So which one's the third one? The third. The, I'll say the third one, then. That's one where they actually <clears throat> fight. It they wasn't... Actually, he it, chops them all up. It wasn't a young Anakin... That couldn't act his way out of a paper bag, and it was no, uh, no. By the second one, it was already Hayden Christensen. Yeah. Okay. So not that that matters. So you didn't much like either. the, the I didn't first care prequel, for Hayden Christensen either. It was a. <laughs> so which one, Mario? Which one? <laughs> I'm gonna say the third by default. Okay. Just because, awesome. just because it was the emergence of Vader. That's fine. Awesome. Cool. I'm gonna say number two. Nice. And with that, you guys let us know what your favorites are, and let us know. Uh, what you think about this episode and your thoughts for future episodes, stuff you want us to talk about, stuff we got wrong, stuff that's interesting, not interesting, things you don't care about. Yeah, things you do care about. 
and and tell us how you connected with Star Wars. Tell us your first connection, either growing up or recently, or however you connect with it, if you connect it with it at all. Uh, you can find all of our information on the show notes for this uh, episode and every episode. Uh, we do have a Google voicemail set up at 210-802-1197. So you can call in, leave your voicemail, and we'll play it on air if uh, we want or not, whichever. Or if you pay us. Or if you pay us, and you can do so. Um, you can own the show if you pay us. You can host it. <laughs> no. No, yeah, you can. not so much, no. I'm not driving any further. $100,000. Okay, sure. Then yes, they can. Credits. So. We're taking Star Wars credits. Only. Okay. Thanks, guys. Have a good night.